Hey, listen, by the way, what do you know about rice? Well, I had it thrown at me on one of the darkest days of my life. <laughs> The views expressed on the following broadcasts do not necessarily reflect those of KHLT, Take 12 Radio, or our affiliates. The opinions on this show should not be considered as medical, psychological, or professional advice and are those of the host, co-host, and guest. Take 12 Radio and KHLT Recovery Broadcasting are not affiliated with any particular 12-step fellowship. Yes, indeed. Tony, Bruce, and the Monty Man. That's right. Pow! That's right. Little uh, sound effects there. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome to <clears throat> the great reality here at Take 12 Radio, take12radio.com on your internet dial. Um, so so I'm going to get this out of the way right now really fast. Um, on Monday, uh, June 6th, will be our anniversary show. Monday, June 6th, we'll be celebrating here at Take 12 Radio, 12 years of broadcasting. Yay! Yeah, yeah. 12 years of broadcasting. You don't want to miss that because we're going to be playing uh, more recovery music than usual. We're going to be giving away some stuff. And, I, and I'm going to sing. Bruce is... <laughs> All right, bop, just bop, cancel bop, everything bop, we just bop, said. <laughs> <laughs> We may just ask you to sing, Bruce. <laughs> oh, I would love it. That would be amazing. Yeah, so we get some surprises for you for that for that day. So make sure you tune in uh, Monday afternoon. Uh, we tape the show in the morning. Um, so there's that there at twelve years. Wow, That's a long time. Twelve years. Mm-hmm. I'm probably not even going to be alive another twelve years. Yes, you will. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't say well, that. Well, I you know I said. I, I told my kids a long time ago that I was going to live to 100, and if I made it to 100, I was going to take out a 20-year extension. So then I'd live to 120. Yeah, hey, I like that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I don't think it quite works that way, but... It does, too. <laughs> okay. So Tony brought in, Tony brought in some, uh, from the island of Fiji, mm-hmm. some natural artesian water. Now, do the artesians live on Fiji? Sounds kind of like a contradiction. Is there even a land of Artesia? You should Google it. <laughs> and she also brought in some... So what would you call this? That's trail mix. I made yeah, a Trail uh, mix. Okay. They have like yeah. five or six, or no, actually more than that, bins at Winco, and you can put in whatever you want. So there's cashews, M&M's. Salted Ooh, and, oh, you, and salted you did nuts. the mix? I made the mix. Oh, cool. Like a wee, 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 you know. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I, rap, I was trying to rap, but that a was wee, awful. Wee, wee. <laughs> you know how they screech the leg record? No, that, uh, that was her version of yeah. pop, 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 pop. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> What's in this water? <laughs> no, it's like cashews, uh, chocolate chips, M&M's, and nuts. A different variety of nuts. And some people will put raisins in there. Maybe. I don't like raisins. Well, no, I, I guess when raisins. people start putting that stuff in there, then they call it gork or gorp or something like That's that. That's how I make my own mix because yeah. everything you buy has like more raisins than anything. Did you know that Czech cereals that they put in a lot of things is gluten-free? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. All the Czech cereals is gluten-free. Did you know that there's a ton of stuff that we eat that's gluten-free? And when they <laughs> discovered the whole gluten thing, they started putting labels on it and jacked the prices up about 20%. Yep. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> do, 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 do. So, so this week's topic. Uh, that was our trivia. Yeah, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Yeah, we had, this week's topic is closed meetings. Closed meetings. So we're going to open up a can of worms. Mm-hmm. So here's our email address. T-A-K-E-1-2 radio at comcast.net. In other words, take12radio at comcast.net. If you'd like to email us your opinion about closed meetings. And for those of you who are listening that don't know what I'm talking about, I will explain here momentarily. Um, but here's several ways to listen to the show. You can go to take12radio.com 
S-T-A-K-E 12 radio.com. You can type in the number or the word, doesn't matter. And you can click on listen online. You can click on watch online. I'll take you to our YouTube version. Or you can click on the archives link. Or you can click on follow us on Podomatic. We really, 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 if you listen, click on listen online, it'll take you to the Podomatic page. Uh, if you're on your computer, you can follow us there. Um, but if you click on follow us on Podomatic, that's what we really want you to do. It's it's still relatively new to a lot of you. Yeah. But if you click on that and you can subscribe from that page and follow us and like us, it helps with our demographics. They'll never spam you. They'll just give you an update on your phone or in your email whenever uh, of when there's a new show. That would really help. Please, everybody that's on a Potomatic, will you please remember to like the show? Mm-hmm. Even if you hate the show, just click <laughs> like the show. Right? And People, they don't spam you. I'm I'm on it and yeah, they it just says me. when a show's no. on. Yeah. That's so how I like, know. <laughs> like the show, click on follow every time you go on there. Does, it helps. Is spamming painful? Spamming? Yeah, because <laughs> that comes in a can, doesn't it? No, oh, Lord. <laughs> spam, 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 spam. Uh, now, spamming is just another term, Bruce, uh, for inundating people with tons of email or tons of notifications that are unimportant and are useless. Wait, wait, let me put in AOL version. Junk mail. Junk mail, yeah. See? He knew. <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> and they call it spamming. They call it That's spamming, good. yeah. Nobody wants spam. Well, you know. know. I actually kind of like fried spam. I think I've mm-hmm. heard the term, but I ate it. You ate it or hate it? Or ate it. Ate it. Oh. <laughs> you ate, you ate, ate, ate it. I like it. I like it. Fried or just Have you raw. tried Spam Musubi? What? Spam Musubi. It's Spam with... That's wrapped in... Chocolate mousse? No. Seaweed. And I think there's some fish Oh, in no. There. Give, come on. No. no. <laughs> it's really good. No. That's the no. only way I'll eat it. No, 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 Yeah, no. I think it's Damn tuna, wrapped Spam, no. and wrapped hey. in seaweed or something like that. Oh, or, gosh. Please, Lord. Or rice. Maybe it's oh, Spam and rice wrapped in seaweed. But it's actually really good. It sounds grosser than gross, but I'm it's with good. Bruce. That just sounds <laughs> absolutely horrid. If I eat Spam, that's the only way I'll eat it is Spam used to be. My yeah. daughter loves that stuff. She loves Spam. Anything. So what what is up with people simply having an opinion about something that's different from somebody else's, and now we're calling them haters? You, you, you're a hater. You hate us. You hate our cause. You hate our belief system just because we have a difference of mm-hmm. opinion. That doesn't mean I hate you. I just don't agree with you. But I'm not condemning you or, 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 or telling you that that I hate you and I have this... Hey, it's an awfully strong word. I'll tell you something I hate. I hate Brussels sprouts. <laughs> I absolutely hate them. And I mean, if I see one, I will attack it. <laughs> I hate Brussels sprouts. He likes to put it in a slingshot and shoot it down the <laughs> That's street. That's right. But I've never had a Brussels sprout post on my Facebook that I'm a hater. I don't. No. I just don't get it. I, just I think, because you, this is supposed to be the land of the free and the home of the brave, I can't have a difference of opinion without being accused of, of being a not. hater. Of course not. Not anymore. Gee, grow up. So who's the hater? Me yeah. or the person accusing hey, me of being? Let's, one? let's calm down before we get. We don't want to get to closed meetings with that kind of attitude. Uh, better drink some Fiji water <laughs> here. I think ignorance is bliss because if you don't agree with somebody about something or have a difference of opinion, then you're a hater. Then it's like, okay, well, whatever. I still like my opinion. Whatever. I don't care. Really. Whatever. And yet, and yet, these people that—I <laughs> really don't. Yet, these same people that accuse us of being haters because we may have a conservative opinion or or a biblical opinion or or even for those of us that are of a certain faith, maybe your faith is different than ours, and we, we don't call you haters. I mean, so who's who's the hater? I mean, if you're just bashing on me just because I disagree. I mean, you know, it's and these are the same folks that say there's diversity. I mean, unity exactly. and diversity. Oh, that pisses me we, off. We want to have diversity, but, where, then, where but is, then as soon as we're diverse, they're complaining. Yes, where yes, it, yes. Where is this coming from? Everywhere. <laughs> you guys ought to stay off Facebook. No, it's not even in person. So if if you're if you're getting as upset as I am about this, <laughs> I'm right behind you because it's stupid. You know, Bruce is right. Unplug. Yeah. 
<laughs> Cheers to Bruce. Or do <laughs> With this. Coffee. Or just go. There you go. I just <laughs> look at him, shake my head, and say, I don't care, and walk away. Uh, people, people, grow up. Oh, especially during the president's vote. Oh, dear God, everybody's a politician. Yeah. You know. But that's and, a different show. <laughs> I can't eat. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I'm going to say this. No, I'm not sorry. If I was sorry, I wouldn't say it. So I'm going to say it. Mm-hmm. The best bumper, political bumper sticker I have seen all year. It's just simply, it had it had stars and stripes on it. It just simply said, we're screwed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I thought, wow, I couldn't think, think of it better. Well, you know, I like and, Sanders he, because he's pro-recovery. He tried to get people help. That's <laughs> it. Okay. Well, that's what I heard when I listened to him. He probably lying his butt off. I don't know. I I like what Marv used to say. I can't know. <laughs> I can't know. Mickey Mouse would do. So the my my son says. My son says. This is I. I've waited eighteen years to be able to vote for our <gasps> president, and these are my choices. <laughs> I'm sorry, Colin. He's really bummed out. <laughs> Just don't vote. Wait till next time. <laughs> so you notice we're not taking sides here because we're not going to do that on this show. But you, but you can understand that people on both sides of the fence are very frustrated. Uh, this is this is crazy time. But that's not what our topic is. Our topic today is closed meetings, and uh, we're going to be talking about that here in just a minute. So don't go away. We'll be right back with some Take Twelve trivia. Yes, indeedy. You'll know it's time for Recovery 101. Recovery 101 with Bruce Shelley and Mark is a recovery broadcast based loosely on 12-step recovery programs. But it's less like a meeting and more like going to coffee afterwards. You know, the meeting after the meeting. Your hosts used to suffer from insanity, but now they absolutely, unapologetically enjoy it. That's right. For incredible fun and informative recovery radio, tune in to Recovery 101 at recovery101.net on your internet dial. Uh-huh. And now, and now, it's the quiz of the week. Mm-hmm. That's right, everybody. That's right. It's time for Take 12 Radio's Quiz of the Week, sponsored by that recovery magazine, the, the 12, 12 Step, Step Gazette. Gazette. Visit their website at 12stepgazette.com. Now, here's the Monty Man. I miss Cecil. Cecil. Okay, so so um, at the very beginning of the show, the little sound clip that you heard. Who was that? You guys know who that was? When when the one gentleman said, uh, "What do you know about rice?" and the other gentleman said, yeah, "I heard that." Said. Yeah, I, had I had some thrown out. Uh, the worst on, day of my uh, life. The worst day of my life, referring to his wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm lost. I have no idea. He must have been a hater. He hated people. <laughs> he didn't like Bryce, so he hated people. It wasn't the honeymooners, was it? No. No. That, I'm not a movie person. That, w- that, was, that was from The Lucy Show. I love Lucy. What? Yeah, oh, that was that Ricky right? Ricardo. That was not. And, and Fred wow. Murph, or whatever his name yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so in light of that, uh, this week's trivia is rice. I got trivia. the right area. Era didn't. I? Yeah, I got the right area. Rice mm-hmm. trivia. Rice, rice trivia. I like rice. You I like, like rice? <laughs> White rice. White trivia. I like sticky rice. I like fried rice. <laughs> I like sesame seed rice. So this is according to foodreference.com, and here here are your uh, three trivia questions and a bonus. If you get it wrong, of course. You hear that? If you get it right, just go ahead. And... <laughs> what state? Trigger me. Number one, what state is the largest uh, pro, uh, production of rice in, in our country, in the United States? Oh, dear God. Is it Arkansas, California, or Idaho? Well, Idaho's potatoes. I'll say Arkansas. Arkansas? Bruce? I'll go with California. Sorry, Bruce. Yeah. But Tony got it right. 
Arkansas is the largest producer of rice in the U.S., according to about 46% of U.S. rice production. Um, accounting for, excuse me. Okay, number two, rice is the first food a new bride in India offers to her husband. And the first food offered to, here are your choices, the sun god after the wedding, newborn babies, or newborn cattle. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is in India. Okay. Do they have the have, sun god? Sun god? I say baby cow. Baby cows? Yeah, thank you. I can't talk today. Well, you're close, but no cigar. It's actually the first uh, food introduced to newborn babies. I knew that. Oh, you did not. Okay, I like, didn't. <laughs> fish scales? Fish scales. <laughs> Lipstick. Oh, that still haunts me. <laughs> okay. um, number three. I've one, got, hey, I've got two wrong. <laughs> two wrong. <laughs> uh, number three. One seed. I hope I don't get this one right. <laughs> one seed of rice yields how many grains of rice? Oh, come on. Here's your choices. 500, 1,000, or 3,000? 1,000. A Bruce, lot. Bruce, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> One seed of rice yields this many grains. I, I, I'm going to go with the least amount because I want to get them all wrong. 500? <laughs> well, you're both wrong. It's 3,000. 3,000. One seed. <laughs> Look at you. Fist bump. They're fist bumping each other. Look at this. Oh, my gosh. It is the highest yielding cereal grain and can grow in many kinds of environments and soils, which is why it is grown everywhere except Antarctica. I don't know many things that grow in Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> they just had it thrown around a fast. Let's get on with the bonus. I'm All right, here's the bonus. Hey, I'm, I'm batting a thousand. Where was rice first grown? Oh, Jesus. Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was not. Uh. <laughs> was it in Asia, Colombia, or the United States? <laughs> well, okay. See, that can go either way. Because if you, okay, I'll, I won't say that. That's another show. Um, I'll just say Colombia, Antarctica. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to bet a thousand. I don't care. <laughs> now, see, if I was guessing, I would have said Asia. But actually, rice was first grown in the U.S. In the Carolinas in late 1680s with rice seeds that most likely came from Madagascar. I uh, I would have got that right. So I'm good thing I went with Antarctica. It's a good thing. <laughs> and that's good. part of the U.S., isn't it? Antarctica? Yeah. No. That's Alaska. What you, but Alaska's part of the U.S. Alaska, yeah, Alaska is. is. Oh. Oh, next week we'll be doing geography. Oh, please trivia. don't. <laughs> I barely passed that class. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Oh, All right. Rice trivia. Right oh. Very, very informative. Thank you, Money Man. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. We'll be back right after this with the topic, Closed Meetings. This is Chris Schroeder. You are listening to Take12Radio.com, recovery talk and positive music. Lifeline Connections made a difference in my life. I am free. I am strong and empowered. Lifeline, Lifeline Connections, Connections changed our lives. To begin your journey of healing today, call 360-397-8246 or visit LifelineConnections.org. Who was that, Bruce? I don't know who it is, but I, it's one of my favorites. Let's get up to your mic there, buddy. I, oh, oh. <laughs> Bruce hates being told what to do. That was the Archies. The Archies. I remember my brother. I wouldn't have got that. Downstairs dancing with people to it. Oh, That's yeah. the only reason I remember that. I could bop. You can bop. You could bop. I can bop. Be bop, 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 be bop, bop. All right, the topic this this week. This topic this week may be controversial to you. I don't know. Uh, it's that some people are split down the middle on this one. Uh, the topic is closed meetings. What's a closed meeting? Well, you may think that a closed meeting is a meeting that has been closed, <laughs> <laughs> that is no longer in existence. No, that's not what a closed meeting is. 
um, a, a closed meeting is uh, most commonly uh, in most of your 12-step fellowships is a meeting that is not open to people other than those who believe that they have an issue with the main focus of that fellowship meeting. For instance, you have an issue with alcohol or you have an, yeah. you have a problem with narcotics or, or, you know, if you were to close meeting of, of Overeaters Anonymous, you'd be somebody that truly believes you have a problem with overeating, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and they're not open to the general public. Yeah. But are they or aren't they? Well, mm-hmm. this is what I thought I'd do. I thought I'd go to the horse's mouth, <laughs> so to speak, of the mothership. And so I went to aa.org. And I pulled up a couple of things. Uh, first of all, uh, I pulled up these. These are suggested uh, door or window signs for an AA meeting that is closed and one for one that is open. This is from AA.org. This is right from the, the organization of Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, the first window sign says, it, uh, this, this is a closed meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous. This is a closed meeting of AA in support of AA's singleness of purpose. Attendance at closed meetings is limited to persons who have a desire to stop drinking. If you think you have a problem with alcohol, you are welcome to attend this meeting. We ask that when discussing your problems, we confine ourselves to those problems as they relate to alcoholism. Mm -hmm. Okay, now here is... Tony, why don't you read... Um, this is an open meeting. All right. This is an open meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous is the title. This yeah. is an open meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous. We are glad you are here. You are all here, especially newcomers. In keeping with our singleness of purpose and our third tradition, which states that the only requirement for AA membership is a desire to stop drinking. We ask that all who participate participate confine their discussion to their problems with alcohol. Okay, so he, let's look at these two for a minute. And Yeah, that was weird. The last sentence in both of these, now remember, this comes from the General Service Office, mm-hmm. is very confusing to me because the last sentence that says we, in, in the open meeting, we ask that all who participate confine their discussion to their problems with alcohol. The one in closed meeting says... We ask that when discussing our problems, we confine ourselves to the problems as they relate to alcoholism. Yeah. Two very different things. Mm -hmm. Alcohol is simply an inanimate object. Alcoholism, you know, is the illness we talk about. Mm -hmm. So so right there I find a contradiction. Um, But so in the closed meetings, we confine our discussion to the ism, to the alcoholism. In open meetings, we confine our, our, our discussion to the problems with alcohol. So that was my first thing that I noticed that was a little weird. Um, and also in the closed meeting statement, it says, if you think, doesn't say if you know, it says if you think you have a problem with alcohol, you're welcome to attend this meeting. Yeah. So that means you don't have to believe you're an alcoholic. You just have to be curious. Maybe I am. I don't know. I think I may have a problem. Mm-hmm. So which is it? Are you allowed to be there if you just think it? Or you can't be there unless you know it? You know, and now I know this sounds petty. And some of you are going, oh my goodness, give it a break. But it doesn't sound petty to the newcomer. Because I've had people say, I'm confused. Because I've gone to a closed meeting... Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I have a problem with alcoholism. I mean, there are problems that seem to be happening when I drink. I think I may be. But when I was asked at the meeting, because I was new, are you an alcoholic? And I said, I don't know. They asked me to leave. That's not right. And I thought open meetings, well, I was That's pretty sure before one. I read these things, because this is just weird, but... I thought, you know, any open meeting could be discussed about any topic where you're having a problem in your life controlling anything, whether it has to do with alcohol, drugs, gambling. No, no. Not gambling? Not, just alcohol, no, no, no. Drugs. no it's supposed to, it, according to the letter of the law, mm-hmm. it's supposed to only be surrounded around problems with alcohol in an open meeting. 
Um, in an open meeting? In an open meeting. In a closed meeting, yeah, it says in the open meeting when it says, we ask that all who participate confine their discussion to their problems with alcohol. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. Like, even in our meetings, my home group, we have like a variety of people. So if the problem, according to, see, see this contradicts our own literature. Mm-hmm. Because if, if the, for the open meeting one here, if our literature is correct and it says, you know, that our problem is, is self-centeredness, mm-hmm. selfishness, and, and from it form all sorts of forms of spiritual disease, blah, 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 blah. Then, then the problem isn't the alcohol. It's the thinking. Right. But this says you can only discuss your problems with, with alcohol. So what are my problems with alcohol? Well, it doesn't take off Sharpie marker on my desk very well. That's one problem I have with alcohol. Um, you know, I don't like the smell of it. That's a problem I have. I mean, come on. Are you serious? Yeah. Are we talking about going to meetings because we want to discuss the solution? Our problems we have with alcohol. I don't get that. I, I, I just don't get it. So that, that seems weird. But no, when, when you were talking about... Um, Tony was we confine ourselves to those problems as they relate to alcoholism was mm-hmm. the closed meeting. Um, so so hold that thought just just for a second, Bruce. You wanted to ask a question. Yeah, I think to a statement first. I'll make a statement. First of all, I don't believe that most people know what meetings are for. Meetings. I, I think you're right. You know, in general, closed or yeah. open or otherwise. And the question I have is. Do we really know at this point with the changes that AA has been through mm-hmm. of why they had open and closed meetings to begin with? That's I don't think most people do. I honestly don't know. I don't know. I, I have been through a, uh, how will I say, a litany. <laughs> a litany, yeah. yeah. Of things for uh, thinking I know and finding out that I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I went to AA.org to see what the fellowship, the written word, the law, if you will, says. Um, but yeah, if you look at it, though. Which, which by the way, go ahead. Look, look when it was printed or made up. No, I know. That's like two. But they haven't changed it. No. And, okay, so this is, if you go to AA.org and you look up information, on, I mean, look up um, in the area, information on Alcoholics Anonymous, for anyone new coming to AA, for anyone referring people to AA, this is this is the category it's under. Um, it says, singleness of purpose and problems other than alcohol. And this is what it reads. It says, some professionals refer to alcoholism and drug addiction as substance abuse. Or, or chemical dependency. Non-alcoholics are, therefore, sometimes introduced to AA and encouraged to attend AA meetings. Non-alcoholics may attend open AA meetings as observers. So an observer is not somebody that comments, shares, or serves. They just are there to observe. So according to the letter of the law in AA, mm-hmm. somebody who is not an alcoholic... And we can talk about what that means. Yeah. Okay. Is only welcome as an observer. They can sit, not talk, and listen. That's according to the letter of the law, folks. Mm-hmm. Then it says, but. And that always cracks me up. Because when you say but, it means everything I just said is baloney. It's crap. Yeah. But only those with a drinking problem may attend closed AA meetings. Um, and so then it gives the descriptions Descriptions: uh, open speaker meetings, open to alcoholics and non-alcoholics. Open discussion meetings. One member speaks briefly about his or her drinking experience and then leads to discussions. Mm-hmm. And then the third one, closed discussion meetings, which is kind of what we're talking about here. Conducted just as open discussions are, but for alcoholics are prospective AAs only. Prospective AAs? That's just weird. I'm sorry, it's like... If you think yeah. you have a problem. Yeah. If you think you have a problem. But you're not sure. So if I'm not sure, but I think I may, why am I being told I can't, can't be in a go. closed meeting? Mm-hmm. When it says that if you think you do, you're welcome in a closed meeting. But yet there are meetings all over this country that are closing. It's very upset unless you are absolutely certain that you have a problem with drinking. I'm glad I don't run my meetings that way. 
It's you want me to weird. tell you where it's... I was thinking that maybe these closed meetings had started from, and yeah, go ahead. How far out that I I could be, and I, I'm now this is only what I come up with because there's such a huge discussion about this. Yeah, I thought it was around people that were business people to close these meetings to attendance where these people could come and feel safe. Because they're uh, business people. Because they're in the public eye and they didn't want yeah, people yeah, to know. Actors, you know, business people, lawyers, right. hmm. these type of people. And I thought they had closed meetings where they could go and feel safe, where they could discuss their problems um, and people could get to know them and approach them and say, me too. Right. See, that's what I think of and meetings actually, for. Actually, I went, I went to a, a, a history a history thing. Uh, a number of years ago down in, in uh, Irvine, California. And that's exactly what they said. Oh, well. It was for pe- people that were more or less in, in the public eye that wanted to protect their anonymity, and they did not want people coming in from the outside. You know. So here, yeah. here's how it spread. Right. And it, it, it's got this other purpose today. Right. Gay meetings or closed meetings. This is where you gay go. Gay lesbian you, meetings or closed meetings? Yeah, this is where you go if you're a gay or a lesbian. But you can't go unless you're gay or lesbian. Well, I or don't transsexual know. Transsexual or whatever. You know, I, I think it's then it could be open to all. Well, and right. I know is there's it, a lot of closed men and closed women meetings, and again, that's kind of going That's where on. I was yeah. going next. Then it's gender. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they have closed meeting for men, and they got. You see what I mean? There's, mm-hmm. there's a reason for the closed. And it's and it's pretty specific, you know, and, and so we don't we don't mess with that. But then when it gets shadowed like this Yes. Yes. What it said on the paper, yeah. Yeah. And, That's where it becomes confusing. And we think well, I have a problem, so I, I can come into this closed meeting. Mm-hmm. You know. For a while I thought it was about book studies. Like that was part of a closed meeting. But then I realized that's not a meeting to begin with. Exactly. Yeah. It's a book study. Yeah, it's mm. a book study. Yeah. See? And people are so confused they are. that they think that that's a meeting. And they could go there, and they've even been told by the chairperson that if something is bothering you, it will save you from drinking, share it. And right. we're doing a book study. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You see? And I, I, so I says, oh. Because there's a huge difference between a book study and a meeting. Absolutely. And we attend a book study. Yeah. We attend a book study, and it's totally different. Mm-hmm. We, uh, the only thing we read, and this goes into the spirit of being autonomous as far as meetings go, the only thing we read is the steps and the traditions, and then we go right into the book study. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a study. It's not a book share. It's a study. We study it yeah, line we, by line. We want to know what's in, in that book. It's important to us. Right. Yeah. It's not. It's not your typical a meeting. So where am study. I? So where am I wrong on this thing, Bonnie? Because I I feel kind of lost with this topic, uh, with people. Uh, yeah. Well, about why we have them and why we don't. And the the initial the initial purpose of a closed meeting was so people could feel comfortable about sharing uh, details about their their issues with alcohol, mm-hmm. without other people that were not alcoholics coming in and then perhaps blowing the whistle on them, you know, and, and, and what it's turned into is it's turned into, uh, we have these specialty meetings, mm-hmm. which by the way, in the opinion, my opinion, as well as the opinion of many thousands of members of Alcoholics Anonymous, um, is that, um, that's a traditions violation Yeah, to have specialty meetings. And close them to people that don't fall in line with that particular specialty, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So if you have a men's meeting and you're closing that meeting off, see everybody, but, but men, that's a traditions break. Yeah. Because and the only requirement for membership is the desire to stop, stop drinking. drinking. Exactly. So, so, but now here's the other side of the coin, people that would be, would, would oppose what I just said. They say, yes, the only requirement for membership is a desire to stop drinking. But membership is different than meeting attendance. Mm-hmm. So that would be the flip side of the coin. Yeah, and I, I've even been kicked out 
well, not really kicked out. I went with my uh, recovery group uh, way back when. And they're like, what are you doing here? We need you to leave because it was a men's meeting. And I, I didn't even think about it because I just don't look at people. <laughs> but I looked around and I'm like, oh, it is all men. <laughs> they're like, we can't start the meeting until you leave. So I was like, I'm, oh, I'm thinking, okay. I <laughs> and I was not even a year new yet. I suspect that there are some very healthy meetings mm -hmm. that are closed that are still operating in the spirit of the original intent to protect people's anonymity very, very carefully. Mm -hmm. But I also suspect that there are many, 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 many closed meetings that their whole purpose is just being right fighters. They just don't want you in there unless, you know, you've thrown up on your shoes more than the average guy, you know, and so they could get, they kind of have an attitude, mm -hmm. you know, and they will act. And I sat in, in, in meetings where specific people would actually, if they didn't recognize the person and you know, I'm talking about Bruce from Ooh. long ago, he's no longer there. He's over in another town, but if he did not recognize you in a closed meeting, he would speak up in the middle of the meeting and say, excuse me, excuse me. Um, are you an alcoholic? I don't know. Okay, well, then you're not welcome here. See, that's, that's not exactly right. what that's he would say. Right. You're not welcome here. He wouldn't pull him aside. He wouldn't be, be kind or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's not attraction rather than mm -hmm. promotion. That's promoting your own agenda. And, and that's cruel, mm. you, you know. And so the poor guy's sitting there shaking like a leaf. And just because you have DTs doesn't mean you're an alcoholic. But he's shaking like a leaf. He's been told there's support down, down on Third Street or so, and you can go get some help. And you don't know, and the poor guy doesn't know if he's alcoholic or not, and he's asked to leave. So how do we get to uh, gay meetings from uh, men and women's meetings? Because I believe that there are meetings taking place where we've separated by the genders that are very productive, and because we have a sure. tendency to want to cater to the women, right? The men do, okay. So when we don't have the women there, there's distractions not there. And they seem to be able to, at some point, to start to share and mm -hmm. we'll get to know who they are. Now, I don't know what takes place in the women's meeting, but I'm going to dress up and drag one day and go in. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're already having issues with restrooms, Bruce. Don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, um, but I mean, I don't know what happens in women's meetings. No, and it's the same thing. I know a lot of women in um, a couple of women's meetings I go to. I won't say them anywhere else, but that meeting. But it, some of these specialty ones, they don't even close them, and that's why I like about it. They show perfect example that they want to yeah, be I'm around certain individuals, but they don't close it. They leave it open. Yeah, I'm not talking about all of meetings. Do yeah, that, but I have seen yeah. them closed because I've walked into meetings that were gay. And uh, they didn't throw me out. Mm -hmm. No, I didn't get thrown out either. I, I went to the GL... The LGBT... LGBT... Yeah. What, whatever. That's a good meeting. Um, and I was welcomed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. And, I, and I've gone to meetings where I was told I wouldn't be welcomed. And the truth was, I was. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't always trust what other people are saying because they may have a resentment or whatever. But I think... See, my, my whole purpose for bringing this thing up is... Because what is our singleness of purpose? What is the primary purpose of a 12-step, at least... To help other alcoholics to achieve sobriety. sobriety. Yep. Right. It's not to help people who are not alcoholics to achieve sobriety. Mm -hmm. That's not the primary. Now, we do that, and mm -hmm. I think that's a good call, but that's not the primary purpose. The primary purpose is to help alcoholics achieve sobriety. Yeah. The primary purpose of Narcotics Anonymous is to help addicts, you know, get get clean and and, and, and be free from the bondage of addiction. Hmm. So you're saying that this closed and open thing, it pertains just to uh, the alcoholic problem. It, we're, we're trying to separate the uh, people for that's uh, using drugs? Well, if you go by the letter of the law, which I don't always adhere to. But according to what's coming out of New York, yes. Here's the issue, though. According to Alcoholics Anonymous, alcohol is an addiction. You can read it in the literature. Mm -hmm. According to Alcoholics Anonymous and the American Medical Association, alcohol is a drug. Yeah. 
Therefore, if you are an alcoholic, you are a drug addict. It's mm-hmm. just a no-brainer. So to say addicts aren't welcome is really a contradiction. Now, you know, if you want to say, well, if you're a meth head, you're not welcome to a closed meeting, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, but to say if you have a problem with drugs, but they specifically say what drug. Mm-hmm. They say alcohol in the open meeting sign. In the closed meeting sign, they say alcoholism. Because that's the illness. Yes. Um, so I got you where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we need to, that needs to be worded Revised a little Revised a lot. Yeah. But it, going back to our primary purpose. Yep. The primary purpose of AA is to carry its message. What's the message? The steps. But, mm-hmm. These people don't learn this thing, what you're talking about. They don't. Between these two things, because they're just going to meetings and discussing their problems or drinking bad coffee, yeah, yeah and drinking, yeah, bad coffee. <laughs> hey, so doesn't the primary purpose trump everything? Doesn't it trump everything? Oh, the hope is is there's somebody in there that has a solution, right? And I yeah. got lucky with my sponsor. She See, she knows what the solution. We're is. telling people that they could sponsor with one day. You have one day more than this guy. No, that's wrong. Oh my goodness! I don't believe We're in killing that people at all. doing it. So I mean, like, uh, uh, we're talking about something greater than this. Yeah, we are. We are. We can't even stay focused on this because no. of, of what it is. But Monty, the book assumes we're ignorant. Assumes we're ignorant, mm-hmm. and there's something in it that it wants to tell us. Right. You know. You betcha. And if. We're talking about our experience, strength, and hope. So our experience was is what happened to us, and our strength is that we did these steps and we had mm-hmm. we found this this spiritual connection, you know. Mm-hmm. And now what it's like today, we're free. I mean, it's right. It's really simple. Exactly, it is very simple. But they think it's what happened. What happened? What happened? And now I'm sitting in the, exactly. And now I'm sitting in the rooms telling right. you. Right. You see. So let me let me read this again. There's no solution there. This is from AA.org. So don't argue with me. Go to AA.org. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bruce. You know, there's a lot of people there's a lot of people spouting what AA's this and that is, and they have no idea. According to New York office, our main office, our world service office. Mm-hmm. The primary purpose of Alcoholics Anonymous is to carry its message of recovery. What is that? The steps within the book, mm-hmm. in a lot of places, they don't even go there, to the alcoholic seeking help. Yeah. It is the actual sentence, and that's A, World Services Incorporated, Box 459 Grand Central. Yeah, there's Station. only one way to translate that because it was so short and sweet. Mm-hmm. What we're supposed to do is let people come in. And we're supposed to listen to it. Now, if we have a solution and somebody's sharing, then we'll know how to approach them. That's right. You see? So, but what we want to do is talk because we think we can give us bill exactly that's going to cure this guy. Right. See? It's we'll say so something that'll then. just, like, just zoom yeah. into him and right. he'll be okay. My goodness, man. Yeah. Listen to what we're saying. You can't do that for yourself, and you mm-hmm. think you can do it for somebody sitting across the table? And that's why so, when it when a newcomer comes well, in, I never directly talk right to them. I'll just tell them a little bit of my story, but I'm more focused on, like, how I changed and what my solution is today. Because if you're focusing on what you already did, we already know what you did. See, that's the only way you're going to help them. Mm-hmm. Is to to tell show them the, to the show way. To show them that yeah. you have something. Exactly. So, so check this out. Check this out. Don't speak about God, Bruce. Yeah, really. <laughs> Check this out. If our primary purpose does trump everything else, mm-hmm. because it has to, otherwise you wouldn't call it primary. Mm-hmm. If our primary purpose trumps everything else, then if a woman comes to a, into a men's meeting and she's shaking like a leaf, or a man goes into a woman's meeting, or somebody straight goes into a gay lesbian meeting, or somebody who's a businessman goes into a farmer's meeting. Because believe, me, believe it or not, there are those meetings. There are so, so many specialty meetings. If they're seeking help, according to this, let them stay. That trumps whether mm-hmm. it's closed or open. 
Exactly. You're there to help the alcoholic, not if they're the alcoholic who may be gay or lesbian or straight or crooked or backwards or frontwards or or or, or a different race or religion or faith. Yep. Uh, it doesn't matter who they are, other than the fact that they are seeking help for for their problems with alcohol. It says it both, alcohol or alcoholism. Mm-hmm. Then your primary purpose kicks into action, and it is your responsibility as chairperson for that meeting to welcome that person in that meeting. Amen. I don't agree. You really? don't? Well, I think that if they have a meeting like that and mm-hmm. it's closed, mm-hmm. and I think they're, the healthy meetings are like that, and somebody comes along, I think that they should give that person help. But I don't necessarily mean that means invite them into the meeting. It's... Put them in a direction where there is a meeting. Take them there. Okay, but what if they what if they they need that now or they they may die? You, you tell. No, them, that's not going to happen. Yeah, I've seen some pretty hey, shaky people wait, walk wait, in. Wait, 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 wait. I don't know that that's the responsibility to make that kind of judgment. If they're that sick, let's get them to a okay, hospital. Okay, so then we need to change our primary purpose. Our primary purpose can stay the same. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean we're supposed to open the door and let them in. If if this is the meeting and it's closed and you'd like to keep it that way, and that's the function of it because of the gender issue, mm-hmm. because of men and women, okay. that, then I think it should be up to that group to see that that person that comes there gets help. Okay, but, That's where all the meetings are going okay. wrong right there. Okay. But we're, we're making but our we're, own rules I'm as not, we go I'm along. Not, I'm okay, not I'm saying. not going to disagree with you, but I will say that what happens is that doesn't happen. They're just asked to leave. Oh, yeah, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. It, it, it doesn't happen. But you see what I'm saying. They yeah, can't throw I the do. doors wide open. I, I because, do. I mean, look at our meeting, Monty. It, it's a men's meeting. Yeah. And I would like to keep it that way as much as I'd like to see women there. Mm-hmm. Right. But I know that it would take away from the group. Mm-hmm. And we'd be catering to the woman. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Um, Debate. So let me give you. No, and I, you know, I can. Yeah, I, I can. I can. I can be a little flexible in that area. I think he's right. No, no, no. Actually, I think he's right when I think about it. I, I get that. I get that. Mm-hmm. But so, I think it's our responsibility to help a woman if she comes there, right? And she's sick, mm-hmm. especially if she's shaken. I think it's our responsibility to get her a ride someplace. To take her over here, we know where there's a group that's open three right. times, four times a yeah. day. Mm. It's not like there's only one meeting in town. Yeah. You bet. Now, and, now uh, if there was, that may be a different thing. Yeah. But, and, uh, but most towns have several. Yeah. So, so here's something that's kind of fun, though. Here's something that's kind of interesting. A lot of the people that that are right fighters about this is a closed meeting. You're not welcome in here unless you can verbally say you are an alcoholic. Because I want to protect my anonymity, yeah. are in the open meetings, talking about their stuff openly. If they're so they're so so adamant of protecting their anonymity, why are they sharing in open meetings? Oh, I know one guy like that. <laughs> but then they're <laughs> saying, I, I want to protect my anonymity in the closed meeting. Then don't share in the open meeting. What are you crazy? In other words, what I'm thinking is, you really don't know what you're thinking. I don't think they know what anonymity is. Exactly. I don't think they do either. Yeah. These these words uh, that most of us t- don't know when we come to Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, we really should look them up and see what they're about. And more specifically, we ought to look and see how they're being used right. in Alcoholics Anonymous. What does it mean, you know, that, that anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our mm-hmm. traditions? What are they talking about there? Well, like, actually, in the uh, assembly, <laughs> the one thing I do remember about it, well, one of many. They're talking about anonymity, and they they made um, perfect examples like, um, you know, naming yourself on Facebook as an alcoholic. Uh, a member break, of. A member of alcoholic right. is breaking an anonymity. Putting a obituary of somebody saying he was a member of alcohol uh, of AA is a breach well, of anonymity. Well, according to New York, that's up to the family. That that's from New York. Yes, because mm-hmm. that's the, up to the family. So let me say what. No, you're, that's not what they said though at the assembly. It certainly used to be. I know. Let me say what you're saying in a completely different manner. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's learning to stu- put your stuff aside for the betterment exactly. of the group. Right. 
I agree. But see, I don't mind calling myself out as an alcoholic because I'm comfortable with it. Okay, so if, here's if, you, if you're self-centered, you want to practice not being that way and being unselfish. That's a very hard thing to do without mm-hmm. God's help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you'll go to God right. and ask Him, "Can you help me do better?" Yeah, I'm. I, I, I just seem to be messing up here. Yeah, yeah. This so, is a good show. So, 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 so again, I'm opening up the whole can of worms. Where people are, are itching to, man, I wish I could call you. I could call you up right now. And oh, yeah. I, that's why we give you an email. But, but here, here's the deal. Again, I go back to if you're so concerned about your privacy in the closed meeting, then why are you sharing the same stuff in the open meeting? Obviously, that is not your concern. Obviously, there's something going on. I think it's very prideful and self-centered. Well, you, exactly. You know, in 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 that. But but let, check this out. Look at this. Um, from this same page in AA.org on for anyone new coming to AA, uh, there's a piece in here that says what AA does not do. Okay, this is what AA does not do. And I think they should change that to this is what some AA groups do not do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because this is actually, most of this is actually not true at all. AA does not furnish initial motivation for alcoholics to recover. We don't. What? We do not furnish initial motivation for alcoholics to recover. Initially. Initially. Okay. All right. Maybe you don't. Uh, number two, we don't solicit members. Really? Really? We, we bring, don't solicit members. Yeah, we bring people there all the time. Oh, we do it all the time. Number three, we don't engage in our sponsor. We don't engage in or sponsor research. We definitely don't sponsor research, but we engage in it all of the time. You bet we do. Uh, yeah. Delegates from, from AA and, and, and general service reps and everything will mm-hmm. go to all sorts of things that are not exactly. AA to investigate about alcoholism. And it, we're learning more and more all the time. So that's not true. We do not keep attendance records. Yes, we do. Lots of meetings do. Lots of meetings assign, send a thing around and you sign your name that you were there. I've never been to a meeting like that. Oh, yeah. Lots, lots and lots I of meetings. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're, they're getting fewer and fewer. They're, I, I had the honor of seeing the original attendance mm-hmm. records from the first meetings that were encased in an airtight thing that Dick B had, the world's number one historian on AA history. And it had the names, first and last, and phone numbers of the first 45 people. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, so we do keep attendance records. Um, we do not follow up or try to control its members. <laughs> Are you not serious? Not physically. <laughs> we try to control each other constantly. <laughs> We're alcoholics. And we do us. follow up. We do follow up. We encourage it. You know, hey, John, you know, pick up the phone. Hey, John, mm-hmm. I haven't seen you in a while. Just checking up on you. Are you okay, man? Do you need to ride to a meeting? Or what's going on? We do it all the time. I do it all the time. Um. If we can do that, well, never mind. I will get back to that <laughs> argument. <laughs> we do not offer religious services or host or sponsor retreats. That's bullcrap. Because yeah. I know we are just talking a couple uh, shows ago about how uh, some, I think you were saying it, how somebody asked if it would be proper to go out on break and talk about like their church yeah, or invite them to. Well, that's a little different than sponsoring a religious or- Oh, sponsoring a religion? Right, right, oh, okay, then right, no. Right. No, 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 no. But it, but we do host and sponsor retreats. We do it all the time. Yeah. All just the did time. One. <laughs> all the time. Uh, we do not engage in education about alcohol. We certainly do. We certainly do. It's in the doctor's opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, we do not provide housing, food, clothing, jobs, money, or any other welfare or service. Uh, or social uh, we, services. Do yep. we do all that, too. We do that, too. All the time. In fact, the original sponsors, they weren't called sponsors, but they opened up their homes. Yep. They, people would work on their farms, things like that. Uh, we do not provide domestic or vocational counseling. We don't? Uh, I don't think we should, but I think we tend to do that sometimes. Yeah. Uh, we do not accept any money for its services or any contributions from non-AA sources. Uh, I don't believe we should be doing that. We shouldn't mm-hmm. be doing that, but I see it happen all the time. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a whole bunch of things that we don't do that is true, but these are ones that we actually, you know, more times than not, we actually do do. Mm-hmm. So so what what I'm saying here is is that I don't think we know our own material. 
I really don't. That's why I brought that up. Um, it also says members from court programs. Re- remember that you know each group, if they if they have the fundamental idea what this thing's all about, can make their own bylaws. Yeah, as long as they don't affect the organization as a whole. As a whole. And now that opens up to all sorts of interpretations from people. You know, um, you know that part that said that we. Yeah, don't... but I mean, what I'm basically talking about is the way they run their group. Yeah, I know. But the minute they start discriminating, I don't think it's going to last. No. Um, the one that says we don't engage in education about alcohol, it's interesting. It says we don't do that. But then on the next page. It says, but continual exposure to AA educated us to the true nature of its illness and alcohol. Well, which is it? Don't we educate or do we educate? That is just weird. It's a contradiction. It very. Um, uh, we cannot predict who will recover, nor have we the authority to decide how many recovery, how, how recovery should be sought by any other alcoholic. But we just talked about there's closed meetings and opens meetings, but here it says we shouldn't. We shouldn't decide how recovery should be sought. I mean, now, wait a minute. That, that that just is a contradiction to everything. Exactly. Yeah. That's a contradiction to Alcoholics Anonymous itself. I was going it to say that. That is. Do they even know what they write? We cannot predict <laughs> who will recover, nor have we the authority to decide how recovery should be sought by any other alcoholic. No, that's not true. I know. Why would we share our stories then? That's what I get out of it. The we, thing, the thing is, is I don't know who's going to recover. You know, mm-hmm. that's up to God Himself. And then here's one: we cannot discriminate against any prospective AA member, even if he or she comes to us under pressure from a court, an employer, or any other agency. And yet we do it all the time. We we get we say, share in meetings. Well, if you're if you're court ordered here, you know we're not going to sign your paper. If you're court ordered here, you really don't need to be sharing. You know what? I'm glad I never here, heard that because oh I was my gosh, I've heard here it. from a yeah. uh, court ordered six years ago. But now it's like I'm, if somebody would have told me that, I probably would have just gone out and just have the case of the efforts. So it's it's that it's that thing. Of, if you don't want to be here, then you're not welcome. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I don't know one person. I don't know one person yeah. that woke up one morning and said, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. None. Is it? Nobody came there because they wanted to. <laughs> Give me a break. God, that's... All right. So now that I've opened up a can of worms, I'm sure I'm going to hear from folks. Hey, um, it's you know, fine. By the way, did you notice, and I say this all the time, because somebody's going to go, well, what about this anonymity thing? You're on radio. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that we don't use last names? Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> excuse me, the law, by the way, the law always trumps our traditions, the law of the land. And so, Take 12 Radio, there's a place where my last name is used because by FCC regulations, I have to. Mm-hmm. So, that trumps that. But I, even though I, I, that's there, for the most part, I'm referred to as the Monty Man. Yeah. But the deal is, you will never hear me tell you that I am a member of. Mm-hmm. I've never said it. I've said I've been to an AA meeting. I've said I've, you know, I know people in AA. This is what I may have heard at a meeting. But I will never claim fellowship in... Alcoholics Anonymous, Anonymous over the airwaves. Yeah. I don't do it and I won't do it. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so that's that's there. Now, if you guess that, that's not on me. That's, that's <laughs> exactly. Uh, so anyway, uh, we're going to listen. Go ahead. I don't, I don't think we <laughs> <coughs> give a good answer to this I don't... Uh, closed and open meeting. I don't think there uh, is a good answer for it. You know, I think we... I think everybody should really just take a good look at it, mm-hmm. you know, and think about it, you know, and know that sometimes uh, we need counseling, you know, on these things. On these things, yeah. We just can't pick a piece of paper up and read it. Slap it on the wall. Yeah. And, yeah. and understand that, hey, hey, listen, this says closed. You can't come in here. Right. I still think there needs to be revision on it, though, on both of them. You know, well, keep going to those service conventions and mm-hmm. <laughs> put your two cents in there. But you see what I'm saying? And it's well worth it if people would do that. Mm-hmm. And we could just get one or two or people that have done the research like you have, Bonnie, yeah. and are willing to uh, voice that when there is a discussion 
where people can can get that uh, understanding of what it's about, I think it would be okay. But there's such. I'm one of the people that don't know. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. one of the people that causes confusion. Right. You know. So I. Well, I'm not exempt from that either. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. Neither. You know. So I think it's important that we look at, and I think we took this thing off by, how come we can't just have opinions about this thing? Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Hey, we're talking about a person's life here. Yeah. We're talking about uh, a disease. Right. You know, that uh, is progressive in nature. And uh, if we can get it arrested before too much more damage is done, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's what we're looking to. Get rid is, of the labels. Is, is doing that. And the only way I know to do that is to have the person use the method by which we call the steps and then get a personal relationship with God. Mm. You know, and let God do this yeah. because I can't. Yeah. I can't Amen. even keep care of myself. Amen. You know, and I uh, I just really have... Uh, have been in a uh, uproar about what this is about, mm-hmm. and I give some pretty boisterous opinions mm-hmm. about what I thought this was all about, and just caused more confusion. Yep, I know. You know, so I think I had to say that because that, I you know, I don't want people thinking that we sit out here because we can't see it. We're giving you this opinion. Exactly. We know. Exactly. We don't know ourselves we're not, some days. We're not, you know, I, I like the show that recovery. One one did on guru who was the, was the topic uh, last week hmm. on their show. And uh, you know, if, if we set people up as gurus, you know, we're no, we're no guru. No, in, in far this from thing. It. Because I got, now that I read the stuff from the, from the general service office, I'm more confused than I ever was. Uh, amen. <laughs> I know. I, I thought it was just me. I'm like, I'm more confused now after the, show yeah, yeah. but yeah. i know but i i know that you do a lot of work and you do and yeah. research into this thing and i don't care what that paper says that's what we do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. see we want to give people the facts for they can make an informed decision yeah yeah so so you want to talk about stirring up the mess we're going to bring up an old topic <clears throat> i don't think it's ever out of date for next week uh-oh recovered or recovering <laughs> That'll be just as fun as this one. Or recovering. Everybody's done it. Everybody's done the topic on this. Anybody mm-hmm. that's done any kind of twelve yeah. step podcast stuff. So so uh, we're gonna look at that again. And uh so oh. this is my challenge for all the listeners that may have an opinion one way or the other. Read the literature. <laughs> Read the literature. Because that's the program, not the fellowship. Because mm-hmm. what you hear in the fellowship may be something very different. All right. So one of the one of my favorite songs by Michael Pernton and the Messengers uh, is a song we played on this show before, and I thought it was really apropos. And it's simply entitled <clears throat> What is it entitled? Closed Meetings. Oh jeez. <laughs> Here's Michael and his band. We got a pretty exclusive club here. We're badasses off the booze. Had to pass out and to be a member Had to vomit on my shoes Had warrants out on me in three, four states Checks bouncing all over the banks I was in detox before you were born I spilled more than you drank It's a closed meeting no normies allowed Closed meeting We're sick and proud Gotta fill your world with distrust Fill your friends with pain and disgust If you wanna be one of us Are you really an alcoholic? Better have a hell of a story to prove it We don't let just anybody in here 
If you still got a family, a home, a career, you may not measure up as a lowlife. Like me with my three DUIs, on a first name basis with the paramedics, had my stomach pumped five times. It's a closed meeting, no normies allowed. Sick and proud, gotta fill your world with distrust. Fill your friends with pain and disgust. If you wanna be one of us, do you wanna be? Love and tolerance is our code. But you'd have had a blacked out and come to driving down the wrong side of the road. If you expect acceptance from these masters of gin soaked sin, you gotta be as awful as all of us before we let you in. It's a No normies allowed Closed meeting We're sick and proud It's a closed meeting No normies allowed see your resume did you really live in the bars let me see your scars did you truly defile yourself how much of your liver is left before we give you the nod you gotta believe we are God Michael Perrington and the Messengers until our next broadcast. We're wishing God's perfect serenity for you. This has been a broadcast of Take 12 Recovery Radio and KHLT Recovery Broadcasting.